Hi folks, this is producer Brock. Wanted to let you know we've got a reissue this week. An old episode that we alluded to, I think, in our last show. It's uh, it's Aaron and Anna's anniversary, and they met on the show way back in the day, which is kind of cool. So anyways, we're going to bring you the show in which Anna moves to Portland, brings her friend Justin into the studio, and Anna and Aaron meet in person for, what, the second time? So anyways, um, this is uh, this is cute. You'll enjoy it. We'll see you next week with a full studio show. Channel 4, hit me! You're waiting for me to fade this out, I aren't am. you? Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we simplify the good life. My name, patiently waiting, is Brock Dennis. And I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. And it wouldn't be the Sprocket Podcast if we didn't screw up the intro. That's right. We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverently conversated things uh, from people's mouths and voices. See what I mean? <laughs> I think you got me off my game. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, here we are in the middle of Portland, Oregon. Did you just say that? I did. Okay, so what, what am I supposed to say? Uh, irreverent conversations Simplifying about the, the intricacies life. of... Yeah, hey. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're a listener. You know yeah, this. Yeah, you know this. Uh, oh, God, that might be it. Uh... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> 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 it's a long ways away, too. It, it is. It is. Thinking locally with a global perspective. Yeah. Perspective. And, uh, we got none of that on the mic. Oh, you're a long ways away from the mic. That's true. Yeah. We need to get a bigger um. screen. So we're covering a bunch of stuff like yes, bicycling, trains, transit, and simpler living. And today. What what should we call this? Moving to Portland. Noobs, Mo- noobs in Portland. Noobs and noobs and PDX. Well, don't sell yourself short. But yes, people who didn't used to be here and now they are. <laughs> we're we're here with Anna Olson. Hello. Hello. And uh, Justin, I don't know your last name. Miles. Justin Miles. Yeah. There we go. Excellent. I was trying to remember, Justin. Did you? I, you might have done some work on my bike at some point. I'm not sure about that. I don't. Know. But I forget. I've only been here. Five months. Oh, okay. So you probably haven't done some work on my bike because I haven't had my bike worked on at that shop in the last five months. So never mind. Scratch that. Jeremy. Jeremy is probably who you're thinking. That could be. Is he? We have the same haircut now. Oh, okay. And and that shop, we should maybe name which shop. Yeah. Should we not? Uh, Do you want to name the shop? Clever Cycles. There we go. (laughs) Excellent. Yes. And I know Clever Cycles because as you reminded me, I had kind of forgotten. It's been a while. I... I was in a hot tub for a while, a Dutch tub, <laughs> advertising, you know, like, this is how you do it. Oh, that was you and the, yeah, the thing. Yeah, largely I was in a bathrobe, and sometimes I had my shirt off. I got a lot of chest hair, so there's evidence <laughs> of that on the internet. Check it out. Uh, anyways, chest yeah. hair, right? so thank I'm you both for now. joining us. It's good to have you in. And uh, Anna, you were a listener, uh, because you wrote to us some yep. time ago saying, yep. hey, I'm on my way to Portland someday. Yeah, I've been listening, I think, since uh, the other dude... Oh yeah, you're a Brandon host. Rhodes. Uh, yeah. Oh no, yeah. kidding! Yeah. That's a long time ago. I, I You've been listening to this longer than I've been listening to this. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> see, it's creepy. Uh, 
<laughs> we're all we're we're very glad to meet you in person. It's, it's yeah. not creepy. It's very flattering. Yes, See? indeed, See? indeed. And maybe now, just a little bit mm-hmm. creepy. Yeah, pretty. <laughs> yeah, I took a little break because I like back in. Uh, you weren't sure about the new guy taking over. You're like, I don't know about this guy. Uh, Who is this guy? Uh, that scarf. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrorist scarf. <laughs> That's right. That's a, yeah, that would be an Oklahoma thing. Mm. But, yeah, uh, you're from Oklahoma. I'm from Oklahoma. Now, which part of Oklahoma are you from? Um, so I was born and raised in and around Tulsa, um, which is kind of one of the like cities yeah. in Oklahoma. <laughs> right. Um, uh, but you could say, like, you could say that is one of the cities in Oklahoma because yeah. there's not many cities yeah. in Oklahoma. Yeah. Cause... Um, yeah. Grew up like around Tulsa, kind of in the. We moved out to the country. Okay. So, is um, that in the skinny part? No, okay. no, not the, the pan not the handle. panhandle. Okay. See, there you go. Um, you you were the pan itself. I was yeah. I was in the pan. Okay. I was in the north northeast corner of the pan. There we go. Um, Is that closer or farther from the coil? The coil. I'm just I'm kidding. I'm, <laughs> like like it's if you're if it was an actual pan, you were cooking like an the actual yeah. bang and the <laughs> <laughs> it's near the. It's right yeah. next to Frigidaire. Um, okay. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I'm from nowhere. Okay. Um, uh, very rural area? Sort of. uh, well, now my family lives in the middle of, really the middle of nowhere. We moved out. The furthest we were ever out from Tulsa was like an hour. Okay. Um, and my mom was a zookeeper at the zoo. So oh, we were, really? It, we had no choice but to commute right. pretty much every day. Because I'm guessing there's only one zoo near Tulsa. Yep, yep. There are two zoos in the state. Okay. So. Where's the other one? Oklahoma City. So okay. I moved to Norman, which is right by Oklahoma City, for college, and have been there for the last few years. There we go. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, then you came to Oregon, which we'll talk about in just a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin, you said mm-hmm. you've been here for five months. Five so where were you months. before these five months? San Francisco. Oh, that's a sexy city. It was. Uh, it's it a sexy city that costs all of the money. Were you near the skinny <laughs> part? Uh <laughs> It's that's a trick question. Oh, I don't think yeah. there is one. No, it's like a <laughs> lumpy shape, like the tenderloin. I know that's an actual district. <laughs> that's a place. Yes, that's a pl- I, I know that's there an for actual a place. Yeah, yeah. Um, that uh, that's that's a cool city as well. Yeah, excellent. Well, hey, uh, let me tell you, Aaron. Uh, before tell we me. get rolling here, hit me. I've got hit me. I've got a rain <laughs> cape that I borrowed from Drew. Oh yeah, you came in with that. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's a high really, vis. really interesting situation. It's the most neon I've worn in some time. So, um, oh, we like capes. We're pro yeah. capes. <laughs> oh no, well, yeah, because you work at Clever Cycles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we were doing some rain cape research, I remember uh, that Clever Cycles is one of the first things that came up. Yeah. And you guys have yeah. really fancy, expensive ones. Yeah. Do you oh. have entry level capes as well? So I think Do you have those for the Cape expensive. Curious. Yeah. <laughs> we we. It's hard to find a a cape for the Cape Curious at a, a price a price point where it won't like fall apart. And it's also not just a poncho because right. a cape is a different shape mm-hmm. than a poncho. It's not just a big I'm garbage intrigued. bag because mm-hmm. I always just equate the two. Justin, no, they're different. <laughs> okay. uh, Todd actually wrote a really long and uh, informative blog entry on our website about okay. why this... rain capes are awesome. Yeah, owner Todd of, of CleverCycles.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you go there and look for rain capes, you'll probably find it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a really interesting experience. The one thing I will say is 
I don't know if any of you have ever done the thing where you're in uh, like a, a convertible car in the wintertime and it's dry outside, so you put the top down, cold outside, then you turn on the heater and like all this hot air is kind of, sw- it's like a hot tub without water in it. And all that air is swirling around in the convertible car. The rain cape is a very similar experience, but just upside down from that. So the cape is holding in all of my body heat as I'm riding around through the rain. And whenever I reach down to my bar end shifters to shift gears, it's like a little it, chilly. My hands get really chilly, yeah. And then I go back up to the handlebars, and all my body heat is kind of like hovering inside this cape. So it's like it's like the inverse of a hot tub without water in it. So if you could ride no handed <laughs> and just keep your arms yeah. like crossed, mm-hmm. you'd be all right. Yeah. So uh, the one thing that is weird for me, I haven't quite figured out. Uh, there's a couple of things inside, and Drew sent me a whole uh, email, which uh, I won't run down because uh, there's a lot of things that, you know, if you don't have a cape, it probably wouldn't be very interesting to listen to. But uh, he did send me a bunch of details about how he uses it and what it's like. So uh, there's a couple of ties on the inside. There's like loops for your arms to go through. There's a, you can tie it around your waist if you want to. Uh, this morning, I made the mistake of tying it around my waist, and then that promptly rode up to like my nipple line or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was trying to yeah, undo we the knot at red lights. So you're like doing line. this? <laughs> yeah, <Wow>. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was just trying to undo the knot inside of the cape as I was trying to keep the handlebars from flopping one direction or the other um, nice. at like five in the morning. So it was an awkward situation. No, no one's no one's looking at five in the morning. Right. I sure hope not. But then Drew sent me this thing and he was like, hey, uh, don't don't worry about tying it unless like it's really, really windy or gusty. Mm-hmm. You just let it drape over. Ah. That's so. one thing. Portland seems to have very little wind versus significant wind. Significant wind. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, I mean just like no, no, no. I'm just saying we don't have wind. We in don't the way have that, significant wind in the way okay. that like you would yeah, on the Great Plains. Yeah, yeah, I was like, are my senses just? Off? Yeah, no, you're I, still uh, jet lag. Yeah, I'm still lost. Uh, <laughs> and we're used to like the we, we can feel like the tiniest variances in like you know the the motion of the it's air. It's certainly here. more noticeable on the bike though. Yeah. Yes. Like headwinds you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we had the in Norman especially we had no. No hills, but we had significant wind, like, (laughs) all the time. Um, So, uh, but still, I believe that there are hills in Portland. Justin does not believe that there are hills here. Well, it depends on what hills you're talking about, because you you are from San Francisco, Justin, so you're talking about, like, compared to San Francisco hills, you can go downtown and not really ride up hills, like... Uh, you're approaching the West Hills and our zoo before you actually have to do any serious hill climbing. I did actually ride up a hill the other day uh, with a friend of mine. We went for a bike ride. I don't we, believe you. No, no, no. We did. We went up this little hill. Uh, we, there was this nice hotel up at the top. Uh, you Timberline. Call yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So there was a li- yeah, that was a little hill. That's that's kind of a hill. Yeah. You're talking about Timberline Lodge, like yeah. uh, near the, the top of Mount Hood? Yeah, there. Yeah, okay. yeah that was a little hill. <laughs> that is a big hill. <laughs> no, that, that that's that, that's a significant hill. That'll be our word for the podcast this week. Significant, significant, yeah, significant. My goodness, this is our most significant podcast we've ever. I'd like to recorded. think so. Yeah. That's pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't screw it up, you two. I was trying to remember what's the. There was some guy that played sports back in like the nineties. Some guy played sports in the nineties. Also dubious. I feel like this is the wrong crowd. <laughs> <laughs> But there was a guy who wrote a book, and I want to say the title was I Can't Wait Till Tomorrow Because I Get Better Looking Every Day. I think that was Dan Brown. Is that what it was? Dan Brown is the guy who wrote uh, who wrote oh. the book with the uh, Tom Hanks and the right. Catholic. And Tom now Hanks I can't the even Catholic remember man. the name of it. Da Vinci Code. Thank you. Right, right. Oh. Yeah, he had a terrible haircut in that movie, Tom Hanks did. 
Uh, I, worst hair he's ever had. I would like to think it was a wig. He's too handsome of an actor wow. to do that to himself. To sully himself with, yeah. with a style like that. What, yeah. what brought us here? What were, uh, well, a guy picks. who played sports in the 90s. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I don't remember why I brought that up. Other than, like, we just keep getting better. I'll, uh, yes. I'll say that. Y- yes. And it'll be wrong. So, anyways. Significantly better. Yeah, significantly. <laughs> <laughs> so the rain cape is really cool. Thank you, Thank you to, to Drew for the uh, the tryout. It's it's really kind of exciting. So I'm going to do it for, I don't know, another, another week or so. I'm going to wear this cape. And then, Aaron, you need to take this cape and wear it around and see how it treats you. Oh, man, but it's like all yellow and stuff. It's very yellow. Oh, it's not black. It's not quite your style, it's, right? It's, uh, it's a little difficult. So if you, had but... a, if you had a rain cape that was all black... You would just disappear into the pavement. No That's one right. would be able to. There would be no contours. Go full on shape. stealth. Yeah. I'm no longer on any radar whatsoever. Right, right. You'd have to have lots of reflective piping on something I like that. So. So. I might take that um, compromise. But maybe. don't tell me you're not going to wear the rain cape after no, Drew no. lent us his no. best rain yeah. cape. <laughs> yeah. I, Drew, I'll do this for you, Drew. He's going to try it out. I'm going to try it. Fabulous. The great so. thing about wearing a cape is that, you know, you can take a break, get off your bike, and then run around like a really excited toddler with a cape on. Oh, right, right. No, that was the weirdest thing. After I got off the bike, I'm like, oh, now I have this flouncy thing. I can prance around. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, is this something you want to share with the class? <laughs> Anna and I are passing notes. <laughs> right. We got caught. <laughs> Run. Um, so... It's okay well, if not. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'm not going to make you. No, no. I, I'll share this when we when we do the like formal introduction. Oh, okay, fabulous. All right. So in that case, because it's it's uh, it's significant to the story. I'm glad to hear this. <laughs> I wouldn't this is have a it. Drinking game now. <laughs> wouldn't have. It. Anna, do you want a beer? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. If we're keep Here, here's the. Yeah. Take the six pack that Rory and Michigan built for us, and uh, pull a beer out of it. Is that what that is? This a Michigan? Oh, that's yeah. Rory and Michigan put oh. that together. It's a little wooden uh, six pack holder with a leg of a chair as the handle. That's super good looking. Yeah, he's. It's uh, so cool that people handsome. like make us stuff and just send it to us. Yeah, sure. no, definitely. Uh, so thank you, Rory. So for Christmas, I want <laughs> <laughs> a black rain cape. <laughs> Uh, no, I was going to ask you, Aaron. You you had a note about uh, you. You're still on drugs, and you did some frugal things. Yeah, I'm still on drugs, so maybe that's why we're laughing all. all uh, well, I'm a little bit more punchy than. than oh. I, I'd like to think you're always normally. like this. <laughs> um, yep, still still with the back, still doing. I'm. We're cutting back though. Cutting back. Yeah, we're like cutting. surgery. No, cutting back on the drugs. <laughs> oh, okay. That you had me worried there. Yeah, no, okay. no, no surgery. The doctor was actually very encouraged. Oh, by good. The X-rays. All right. She said they were. They looked fantastic. Was they look it? great. Excellent. Yep. yep. Well, congratulations um, on so, your supple back. Yep. Just some more yoga. There you and go. And a little less drugs. Sound, sounds like a plan. <laughs> I mean, it's probably good advice for most people. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Portland, try a little bit more yoga, a little less <laughs> drugs. Words to live by. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What was this frugal then, thing you did? Oh, so so we'll get back to your intro here. In a, um, so this frugal thing I did because I couldn't find a raincoat, a light raincoat to work for me. Mm-hmm. Um I ended up buying some wax, some clothing wax, ah. and oh. waxing my this here jacket. I'm glad you and finished with jacket. <laughs> Every now and then, just the old chassis needs okay. to get a good waxing. Right, 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 right. But you waxed the jacket, I now waxed, it's waterproof. Yes, and now it's waterproof. Uh, today was a pretty good oh. test 
ride for it. Um, and so far, so good. Yeah, yeah it's a wet day today. About this. Uh, yeah, it was pretty wet. It was all right. Um, wait, what? It wet. was a wet day. It was a wet day, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, drugs. so that was, that was the frugal thing I did. However, followed almost... Almost immediately by a very infrugal thing. Oh, okay. So what's the infrugal <clears throat> thing? Because that's probably far so, more interesting. So this was to su- to solve the frugal thing I did. And <laughs> I saved too much money. Is, it's time to get rid of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going to get bumped to a higher tax bracket that's here. That's right. <laughs> They're going to say I'm no longer below the poverty line. No. What did you blow all your hard-earned money <laughs> um, on? So since this is just a regular jacket, mm-hmm. you know, the sleeves are kind of short for when you reach oh, on your bike. Okay. Mm-hmm leaving a good amount of wrist and hand yeah. exposed. And I was looking around for, I preferably would want like wool uh, arm warmers. Okay. Not finding anything I liked. So you know what occurred to me is Surly has this long sleeve jersey with thumb holes made out of wool. Oh, hey now. I should just order one of those. Did you? And I did. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like a hundred some dollars <laughs> blown. Well, that's why. I was like, yeah, $18 for this wax. I'm I'm totally saving money and then just blow a hundred some dollars yeah, on this. Yeah. Well, on this either of you, uh, Aaron, or, uh, Anna. I, I said yes. I'm Aaron. That's Anna. Anna, Justin, either of you, have you done one of these things where like you uh, you do something super frugal and then you've saved all this money and you're like, oh, I, could, I can afford a treat or something like that? Mm. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? I have not bought a new bike from Clever Cycles and then blown my money on wool things. There I did we that go. Today, <laughs> well, I didn't need a bike though. I could, if I sat and thought about it, I could think of many, many irresponsible spending decisions. <laughs> um, That's I'm, easy to do at Clever Cycles. I mean, it, not oh, that it would God, be irresponsible yeah. to spend your money at Clever Cycles because it would not. It's it's a good place to buy things. But uh, on your limited income, you can only afford so many things at one time. It's like being a musician and working at a music store. Right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a exactly. problem. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But I could put this on my bike or on me and then ride my bike. There yeah, you it's go. It's easy to, yep, easy to justify those things. <laughs> it all ends up on the bike at some point. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Justin, you? So um, I started building a new bike and I thought, you know, I work at a bike shop. I can, you know, order all the parts directly. I'll save a ton of money. Ended up not actually saving any money. I just ended up buying, you know, way nicer parts. So I spent actually probably more than I would have uh, because I feel like, oh, I'm getting such an amazing deal. There you mm-hmm. go. On yep. all of these things. Yep. You, you remember the, the hub? The hub. Yep. Yeah. A grand. Crew. Yeah, the uh, orange. Oh, yeah. the Vila oh, Orange so Grand Crew Touring it's Hub. So shiny. This yeah. is a really expensive. Really <laughs> I love fancy their handlebars. Hub. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah they've, so they've the hub, like, things. it's a it's a touring hub, and, and the idea is like if you break a spoke while you're touring, uh-huh. um, you can the hub just comes apart, like the axle pops off with the cassette, and then you know you have access to your spokes. You can really? replace your spokes. Yeah. Wow. I'm really liking okay. this. Yeah. yeah, you should yeah, check it you out. You really have to like see it and take it apart and see how insanely easy it is. It's oh, it's pretty yeah. fun. Does so it come in black? It co- <laughs> it's only in silver. It's made by Villorange. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, God forbid they do anything yeah. other than chrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I'm carrying you right, that means that when you break a spoke on tour, you don't have to take your entire wheel off. Right. Right. You just uh, – 
pop your uh, axle out and, uh, you know, put it in. And, you know, I got the long haul trucker frame so I can, you know, keep you my extra spokes trucker. and everything. Your bike trucker. isn't black. It's a fine disc trucker, by the way. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, Aaron, why, why isn't your bike black? Because uh, it doesn't come in black. Blame Sterling. <laughs> Yeah. They they make a black top, but not a black bike. But this was this was the first year where they had a tolerable color for the oh, disc trucker. Right? Because what was it before? Was it like teal or something? Um, no, it okay. was yeah, yeah, yeah. Teal. Maybe it was or green yeah. or something. Like I hate that. teal. Yeah. Teal's the worst color. It's a very you're like. That was made in the 80s. Yeah. I'm oh, just no, it's, like this, it's like this forest green because uh, oh, okay. Mr. Harkins has oh, the disc yeah. trucker. Right. By the way, Mr. our friend Mr. Harkins from Team Sincerity just uh, entered California not too long ago on his bike tour. Good for him. Yeah, he's, I'm, so I'm, I'm proud of him. He's doing a good job. Yeah. So, yeah, well, hey, uh, we have a formal intro for Anna, we, right? We did. So at what, one what is this? Uh, well, so <laughs> I, I'll share. So this is this is how I met Anna. A more formal situation um, in real life as opposed to in virtual life is uh-huh. I went into Clever Cycles um, on my quest for a rain jacket. Okay. And uh, Anna met me at the door and was like, how can I help you? And was a very good salesperson. There we go. Yeah. Persuasive and, uh, sold you yeah, a jacket. Yeah. Uh, no, she no. did not sell oh, me okay. a jacket, unfortunately. <laughs> we, we couldn't find a jacket that would work for me. It wasn't, it wasn't black, black enough. enough. <laughs> <laughs> That, swear, was, right? that was the problem. <laughs> we, we could find one that fit but wasn't black, and we could find one that was black but wouldn't fit. Okay. Um, but never the twain met. Nev- nope, okay. Nope. And, That'd be frustrating. And so, but I did because I had uh, the Rainmates, you know, rain chaps. These are the. And the, those like were all torn to shreds. Half I did rain buy pants. some Rain Legs brand rain chaps. Yeah, yeah, the half pants that only cover the front. Um, and so in ringing me up, she was like, oh, can I get your name? Yeah, I'm pantomiming on, on podcasting here. It looks great. Like, uh, she's like, can I get your name? And I was like, Aaron, last name, Flores. And she proceeds to compliment me profusely. Gosh. Oh, my God. On my, Did on you my say, oh, my skills. God, in a high-pitched voice? I was, I was like, I know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There we go. Perfect. Uh, I know your voice. Perfect. <laughs> I knew who you were when you walked in the door. Is the like, <laughs> yeah. Nuh-uh. Well, I wanted to be cautious because I thought, imagine if this isn't him. How like embarrassing this nice customer, oh, embarrassing for me. Yes, and also like the customer would just be like, God, like this this salesperson like no boundaries <laughs> or or if it's like one of those situations where it's like please do not look mr flores directly in the eye <laughs> yeah uh but then um confirmed there we go well and out of that out of that we were like wait that, that's the person that emailed us a long time ago and yeah yeah, yeah. See, so it. look you're creepy me. too <laughs> <laughs> i never said you were creepy yeah no you didn't no that's true that's an unfair accusation that's a very unfair you're part. you're projecting yeah, your proje- self-consciousness no, onto exactly, me i'm projecting you yeah. can let it all Welcome settle on me I'm, I'm fine with being creepy uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, but uh, no. Let's let's talk in, about. In the oh, meantime, yeah. oh, well, no, we didn't cause, this. yes, because she passed me a note, and what it is here is the Men's Elite 2.0 Elite. Uh, Showers Pass jacket. Oh. It's in black. There we yeah, go. Yeah, it's unfortunately a little like. And- 
It's. I would say it's probably too elite for like the purposes <laughs> it's of too commuting. Elite for me. Well, it's not. Too, it's just the price point is like unreasonably uh, elite. One, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we could say. I mean, we're not. We're not chilling for this product, and we're also not on radio, so we can talk about numbers. What? Uh, how much is? Well, this cost? I'm not sure. Is is this? Is this a? Is that a number that can be shared? No. Okay. So yeah, it's it's a lot more. I didn't than think that. so. Yeah. All right. I worked in retail. I know what's up. There we go. Is there a chance you give me two of those shoes <laughs> for the same price as one? I will give uh, you two exactly two shoes. Thank you. That's right. When you, back when you were selling shoes, that was uh, that I, was I, that. I made so many sales based on that. Like, if you buy this one, I will give you the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not actually use that as a pitch, yeah. by the way. Wow, well, you could also tell that those shoes were made for walking. Wow. And then oh. if they were of the right demographic and age that might they, actually that make might them have, laugh yeah, and they might true. buy from you. I wish you were still selling Where, shoes. Why so weren't you my you. sales coach? Why weren't you my sales coach? <laughs> <laughs> so, hey. So, yes. Um, How do you like Portland? It's a good Love question. It. Yeah? Never want to leave. Um Maybe first of all, how how did uh how did you get into bicycling because you uh were in Oklahoma and mm-hmm. then you went to UBI, which is the Universal Bicycle Institute is that the right uh, United, United United Bicycle okay. Institute of which we are both graduates. Oh, there yeah. we go. I went to um, the other one. Though. Yeah, you went to the Portland one. I went to the Ashland one. Okay, there we go. All right. <laughs> I don't know if we're supposed to fight. Uh, yeah. Um, well, but like rival schools, you got to <laughs> yeah. steal each other's mascots Bad or something. Yeah. Yeah. We both do sales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so if uh, if that was the case, I'm assuming that you Anna were into bicycles before you went to the institute. Yes. So how did you get into bicycles in Oklahoma? Was it before um, it was cool, too? I, it might be cool in Oklahoma. It's cool in Oklahoma. Uh-huh. I mean, I say that liking bikes a lot. Um, yeah. But uh, I, so when I went to school, um, I had driven a couple cars into the ground um, that were, like, I've, I guess I've never owned my own car. Okay. But, um not an I'm underground parking cars. garage. No. Okay. <laughs> um, like they fell apart. The yeah, they fell apart. I probably helped him with that, but uh, um, so yeah, moved to Norman and just didn't have a car. Then inherited a car. Didn't end up ever driving that one. Um, uh, sister ended up taking that one really taking it off my hands so i didn't mm. feel guilty for not using it there uh, we go was that the situation where you're like oh i have this nice car and i'm yeah, not using it not using it because i like bikes so much because i like bikes so much and i have no money um cars are expensive <laughs> mm, um this is true. Yep. yeah i would get a car dirty too um <coughs> my bag is really dirty cluttered uh so it's just you know control Right. Um, <laughs> There's less space for clutter on a bike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so what appealed to you uh, about bicycling? Was it was it a simplifying decision? Was it like, hey, this will be cheaper or this will be better for the earth or something like that? Um, I guess all those things. It it was first just it made the most sense for Norman. Norman's small enough and I mean my sort of uh where I wanted to go, that area was was small enough that it was it was just really more practical. Um, the football in Oklahoma is a little bit like it's insane. Um, it's all like bicycling the, in Portland. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? I mean, sure. <laughs> it's yeah. I'm, I'm it's, interested in uh, where this is going. Here. It's it's 
foot like game days in Oklahoma. It might be similar in Oregon, but game days in Oklahoma, like the 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 laws sort of fade into the distance, <laughs> and um, it's kind of a, a free for all. Um, Is like it like the, where the whole town can be found within this like yeah on s- the square campus, mile or something? Yeah, yeah, which is you know supposedly a. A dry campus. Supposedly. Um, yeah, not on game days because... Justin shaking his know, head. Football, sports. Um, so all the jobs that I've had in Norman, um, we were not... We weren't allowed to drive to work on game days anyway because the parking is so um, impossible. Like, you'd be, like, 45 minutes late if you drove. You'd never be to work on time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, if That might illustrate it a yeah. little bit more. Um uh, and then it turned into like really biking around Norman and just being car free was a really good introduction to like other kind of other ways of simplifying, I guess, other ways of being just maybe a little bit nicer to the earth. Um, it, yeah, nice. I mean, it's like very meditative. I think even in even in traffic, I think it's uh, it's far better than a car people look really sad in cars yeah um i've never seen a couple that looks really thrilled about being in a car either yeah um so did you become carless when you went to ashland then yeah yes or was Um, that before i'd been carless since uh that's very portland beginning to a statement by the way carless since like oh Oh, wait, I guess. Okay. Yeah. That's about the same um, time that I started being fully carless. Yeah. I mean, I've used, I actually, I used, I met the guy that I guess invented the get around app. Oh, but yeah. I've used get around once to, to get a bed. Um, I've used car to go once. Yeah. Get um, around is the peer to peer car rental service. Yeah. I, I dig get around. Like if I need to haul something that large, well, first I should try to move it by bike. Okay. Let's see if you can. <laughs> I've been listening long enough. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I should try to move it by bike, but it's the- worth trying. You also have to know what your limits are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine are like I break pretty easy, <laughs> I guess. But uh, you physically <laughs> break? <laughs> no, just, it's more of an existential fracture. Oh, okay. <laughs> so like, oh I'm worthless. Uh, uh. No, so um, I mean that's what that's what friends with like cargo bikes are for. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, you know, Urban Arrow, mm, something. Urban yeah. Arrow. Justin's really into the Urban Arrow. We're all into the nice cargo bikes yeah. of Clever Land Cycles. Speedboat. We're just maybe not into the the cost all the time. <laughs> right. But for it's few inter- people are. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting because some people that might not necessarily like might not otherwise put the funds aside. Um, like certainly in Oklahoma, like I would be shocked if anyone like dropped the money that people do in Portland for bike things. Um, mm. uh, but they see, they really do see it as this like transportation investment here. And a lot of the bikes we have are like the solution to a family, mm-hmm. um, someone's, you know, debacle that they have like yeah. oh these two kids or like this kid in this keg or i don't that's, this kid in this, <laughs> <keg>. <laughs> this, this 
<laughs> is that like the is that like the story problem where you have like the fox and the goose? Don't leave the, the kid with the keg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to like get one across the street, but you can't leave one yes, with the other. Yeah, yeah. in a exactly. sack of gluten free flour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that that goddamn gluten free. That's right. Just... <laughs> there was there was actually I I uh, I had a friend that we uh, sometimes made jokes about who I won't identify, but. Uh, I think it was it was that word problem, except it was that friend with your girlfriend and whether or not you would leave him oh, on the no. <laughs> And how you would solve that problem, like crossing oh. the river. Yeah. So anyways, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, Clever Cycles is very good at addressing the whole thing. Like it, It's basically city utility biking because uh, mm-hmm. there are a lot of different kinds of shops. There are different genres. Like I, I hang out at Velocal because I like to do the, the bike packing and... Uh, and the uh, drinking. Outdoor thing. And the drinking thing. <laughs> and they have um, coffee and music. And right. Yeah. right. And then there are other, like, you know, River City, for example, is really good at uh, the people who want to go fast there. on light bikes. And, um, yeah, so so Clever is the place where you go, basically, if you if you want a family well, bike. If we're, if we're plugging shops, I should probably say I go to Gladys quite often. Yeah. I yeah. found out about Gladys Bikes. This is just, yeah, for me, guys. Yeah. Gladys Bikes is great. It's a <laughs> woman-owned and oriented bicycle shop, yes. which is a rare thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, female-oriented, but not female-specific. Yeah. And not exclusive. Obviously. And it's not I, just I full of clothes. <laughs> right. It's With like, flowers on them. Yeah, it's not just swirlies and yes. flowers. Yeah. More women in bikes is is a great thing. It's good. It is. Yeah. Most definitely. going to hop up on that mic a little bit more there? Yeah, yeah. Just a... Yeah. Really get up on it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Make sweet love to that microphone. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've tried to figure out a good way to tell people how to get close to the mic, but I don't want to make like gestures because that seems rude. Um, and yeah, exactly. So I figured I'd just address it just right out loud. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's cool. No, we I, could cut it in post. We could. But we won't. Right. <laughs> Is that just jargon? So much work. Like, we could true we could the wheel. We could cut it in post. We could true the wheel. True the wheel. We but could, we won't. We, we could yeah, find the rub. We won't. <laughs> we don't need to. So tell us about the Bicycle Institute. So Anna, you were at uh, Ashland, mm-hmm. and Justin, you were in Portland. Mm-hmm. So what what is this Bicycle Institute like? And uh, is it rough? Is there hazing? <laughs> I, How are the collegiate sports? <laughs> um, uh, I think the only sort of hazing process that I went to was about an hour long. Uh, the that's like the period during which I realized like I was the only girl in the class. Uh-huh. Um, but it was fine. Uh, eighteen. Okay, so that's um, one eighteen. That's uh, significantly less than ten percent. Yeah, We're not okay. in my class. Yeah. Which, but typically they have more. I don't know. Girls are busy during August, or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard and fast rule. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. How We're long busy. is the program? Uh, two weeks for the um, the pro class. But, yeah, pro class. Okay, and what um, do they teach you at the pro class? Um, how to ride a bike. So. <laughs> in, case you, in case you didn't know. <laughs> I'm sure that there's, there's something added onto that sentence. Yes. Um, uh, so you go through, um, it's kind of by like, mm, I guess by, you'd go by... <laughs> I knew those fears were a bad idea. <laughs> They're teaching. 
got a little bit of the giggles here. Yeah, seriously. On. No. But they're teaching you yeah. how to ride a bike, and I assume how to identify problems with a bike as you're riding it. Yeah, which I... Um, I'd worked in a shop for about a year and a half, and it 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 is not a substitute for experience in a shop. Okay, um, and it's I mean especially for clever like the bikes and those issues are like so very unique to ah. to those bikes. Um, but you know, not all of them. Um, but so you, go- UBI is not teaching you about how to work on a cargo bike, for example. They they. They teach you how to do like you'll have like a like a disc brake day and then you'll have like a you know a wheel building day and you'll have um like a a troubleshooting day for like imagine like your bench partner is the customer like write up a a ticket um they go like very much in depth and you have to be checked off on all your um all your repairs pseudo repairs um your like your wheel builds um hub overhauls stuff like that they try to it's as organized as like a bike repair class can be um they they're very um smart in how they do the curriculum because they their hard and fast rules are more than anything like the standards of like the job you're doing um you know high standards don't don't half-ass it i mean (laughs) um don't go don't go with like the bro next door um (laughs) read the instructions uh and um you know they they teach you what like to look for um like in identifying issues um like what should this hub feel like um how long should it take to adjust things justin well the uh you know there's there's a lot of focus on uh be you know what it means to be a professional bike mechanic like uh as opposed to a half-assed one yeah like you know lots of torque specs lots of um you know lots of covering your ass and make sure that um you know you're you're doing things the way they're supposed to be done um Kind of like industrial standards, yeah. Saying like this, that for example, a torque uh, setting that that's uh, like the amount of pressure that yeah, is appropriate on a, on for a, a certain part. Yeah. Okay. And um, you know, you pretty much learn everything that you need to know, like about road bikes, and you know, a lot of what you need to know about mountain bikes. Um, so I went to UB. So I came up from San Francisco. I was. Uh, I was a courier in San Francisco, and it was awesome wow. riding around all up and down the hills 80 hours a week. Yeah, mean streets. Yeah. I came here, and uh, I'm like, oh, it's so flat and nice here. And, <laughs> I can curry anything. Yeah. And so like, while I was taking my class at UBI, I sent out, uh, I sent out two resumes uh, to different places uh, that, you know, I sent one out to Portland Pedal Power. Um, because you know they're delivery people on bikes. Yeah, and they have the. Uh, is it the Yuba bikes with the big? They have the Yubas. The yeah, yeah. My, my friend actually works for them now, okay. and I sent out a resume to Clever because I saw them. Uh, they had posted up on the Craigslist, and um, like I started at Clever the day after um, my class ended, 
and started like you know I had learned all these things about bikes like I know what I'm doing and I started working around all these bikes that had components I knew nothing about because we didn't learn about <laughs> internal hubs we didn't learn about like Bromptons Bromptons roller <laughs> oh, yeah. brakes I'd never installed a fender in my life you know yeah well and Bromptons are kind of a, a breed all their own as well right? Yeah. like the parts are so specialized and unique to the bike so yeah that's tricky yeah but you- it was nice to like so I don't use a lot of the a lot of the experience that I got from like you know since most of the bikes we have are internally geared you know I don't like set up a derailleur very often but being able to uh, you know when I do build bikes you know being able to set up in such a way that uh, you know it's uh, you know it lives up to certain standards right you know it's professional again being very professional yeah 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 which seems like i mean definitely that, that would be a very important lesson to take away from mm-hmm. from something which is essentially professional training so yeah how did they did they stress that in any particular way that, that you, sticks out to you oh yeah i it <laughs> like all my the time, class was yeah. full of like we had some really really colorful characters um and and I don't think that's even a positive or a negative, but it was just a a fact. And they so, were very unique. Yeah, yeah, we were snowflakes, you know. <laughs> um, uh, and so we like one of the instructors is a like former um, Shimano like race mechanic rep, like very you know. Worked with parts. Yeah, Yeah. worked with, did stuff to bikes for a long time. Um, And so had just these, um, was kind of scary. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) scary scary in like the, you know, like we're going to get this right. Okay. Scary in a healthy way. Right. Yeah. Like we're going to, we're going to get this right. And um, wax on, wax off. mm -hmm, Very much so. Yeah, exactly. Um, You know. Uh, don't fuck it up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's important. Well, and I think yeah. that would be the thing because th- there are certain things that I would think of as you're working in a bike shop. The reason I would be terrified of working in a bike shop is that bicycles are very personal to the people that ride them, mm-hmm. especially if they like them a lot. Um, so when they take a bike to you as a mechanic, their expectation is going to come back not as fucked up as it was, not more <laughs> fucked up than it was. So, like for example, I- I'm thinking of uh, places where you'd be screwing things with threads. Like, if you strip somebody's threads out of their bike, um, that's that's a lot of uh, replacement mm-hmm. that your shop like has left, to be responsible for. Left pedal or something. Ah, yeah. yes. Yeah, that's oh, a... Yeah. That crank car. It's really easy. You know. Like, yep. river, yeah. reverse threading, for example, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Be, mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't mess things up. Mm-hmm. That's a big lesson. And be lesson. honest if you, if you do and, you know, yeah. willing to get fired right away, but... How, how how common do you think that is? Like, I mean, you guys, uh, with the experience that you have, like, have you uh, have you seen or heard about things where people are just uh, dishonest or like covering up shoddy work or that sort of thing? Like, is this is this something people have to be, be wary of when they go to a bike shop? I I lucked out in that um, my boss at Alice Bicycles in Norman, Oklahoma. Um, was really like he's pretty insane in his like kind of neurotic ways like sort of um paranoid all the time um in the best way possible yeah in the best way definitely um he would you know as part of like teaching me he would make me like 
talk out like narrate what I was doing right. and stuff. Very like. Um, Which very, can be helpful, uh-huh, but it feels yeah. weird. It feels weird, but it yeah. keeps you honest as well. Absolutely, you exactly. can't you can't really lie about the narration of your process. Yeah, exactly. Because that shows up right away. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm a really yeah, I'm a poor liar. Um, uh, so maybe this is good. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm I'm the best mechanic, guys. <laughs> um, uh, I think that. It it's maybe imp- I don't want to send people into shops being like suspicious right, of sure. of the mechanics at all, um, but just uh, I think most most good bike shop employees, if it's something that is that that is foreign or that seems outside of the um, outside of the norm for that shop. Um, they'll they'll know a, a shop that is they'll yeah. send you somewhere. It's one of the um, things I've heard about, uh, like Clever and Velocal, for example, have a great relationship mm-hmm. with each other as I've as I've heard because uh, they both do very different kinds of things. And so, if one shop can't do it, they'd just be like, yeah, you know, these guys they specialize in that shit. You should take it over there. Yeah, which I yeah. like. Yeah, it's the bike industry is really like warm and fuzzy. Um, <laughs> For something that deals largely with metal, yeah, uh, yeah that's nice. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a very like uh, uh, welcoming, welcoming place. Um, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I think I I would say only be wary if like <laughs> if they're you know I would say if you if you've heard some many, many bad things, but, um, like I'm, I'm a pretty bad judge of shops too, because I just get excited to like spend my money there <laughs> and like, wouldn't. see, Oh, look, yeah. shiny bike yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. ah, I have um, some money. Take my money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think? You know, I think that, uh, every shop is different. Um, but each shop that you go to sort of has a uh, – there's a sort of pervasive attitude that uh, is throughout the whole shop. Mm-hmm. Um, it has its own culture. Yeah. Like if you go to a place that's super direct and super honest, um, you know, it's going to be – you know, it should be everyone there because, you know, the tone is set for that place. Um, but then there are some places, uh, like this happened to me in San Francisco. Uh, you know, I was making deliveries on, uh, a beater bike that I had bought for like $400 used. And, uh, you know, the crank was all worn out and I went to this one shop on market street. Um, and they tried to sell me a crank that was, uh, $300, <laughs> Uh, and it was it was a really nice crank. About you know, double the price of the bicycle. You know, and yeah, you know, it's the same price as the bike. And I'm like, uh, is that how much? I didn't know how much a crank yeah. costs. So now I have this really, really nice expensive crank that mm. I actually built my entire new bike around. Oh, wait, so you got the crank. I got, I got the crank. Because oh. yeah. okay. you didn't know any better at the time. But end. they shouldn't yeah. have tried to sell me that crank. No. Right. No, yeah. They should have said, like, you know, this bike... Yeah. You need this $40. You know, crank. exactly. Yeah. That's what should have happened. But, you know, then there are other shops that you go to and they, you know, they sort of, uh, you know, they'll make more honest recommendations. They'll work with you. Yeah. Instead of seeing yeah. you as a mark. Exactly. Okay. Well, and 
not to vilify like certain shops either. But it, let's do it. it. Yeah. Grr. No, no. Uh, I'm actually going to kind of come to come to their defense in a way, and that yeah. they may just not be used to a certain kind of customer. That yes. could be. You know? Yeah. And, and they may be the three hundred dollar crank. And and again, this is not to like justify like you getting screwed over. That sucks, dude. But the, it may be like the three hundred dollar crank is like their standard crank because like. Perhaps this shop, all they do is like pro type stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a great you know? crank, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it on the bike that you brought here tonight? So yeah, yeah it, we're it, gonna it, totally take a look at. This it went from it went from my nineteen. Uh, 19- 90s Diamondback Apex to my <laughs> oh, 2014 yeah. long haul trucker. There yeah. we go. Okay, nice. so never mind. It's on them. If they saw you roll in with a Diamondback Apex, they should have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah Maybe had... we can't help. Maybe we're not the shop for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had the opposite sort of experience. I mean, same idea, though, because we, we, Al, well, okay, Al's in Oklahoma, that shop, we had a relationship with the, um, the homeless shelter so we like they would bring us vouchers for like do what you can for under 50 bucks ah, yeah. so we would like pretty much do whatever we could to that bike to keep it rolling and then like start at clever cycles and like people in portland don't want to get wet in the rain and they will like <laughs> gladly like drop the necessary money to get you know or or <laughs> Or put maybe a unnecessary, on elbow, or use wax. Yeah, no, which is also a totally. It's a good, good or better solution. Um, uh, it's a solution. Yeah, it's a solution. We have. It's solution. a significant solution. We have wax today. Oh. We've got the paradise stuff. It's waxed canvas. Yeah. It's super nice. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, really, really taken aback at how willing people were to you know stay dry or like to get a bike that that fit their you know whatever they needed to do it was i was like wow you like you're just gonna get this like not 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 angry but yeah. just very surprised it was a yeah world away my goodness sure. that brompton that brompton we had like i had it, i sold a brompton yesterday and the guy was silent until we started talking about I'll South take, Park, I'll maybe? Absolutely like, silent. Yeah, I, like, like he had nothing he, to say about the bicycle. He, it's like, it, I want that one. Kind of, yeah. I, I mean, I, it was it was exciting because he was getting, he was going from, uh, well, having his bike stolen, which is really sad. Um, yeah, it sucks. I'm, the cause for it was sad. But then being, I guess, happy with a Brompton. He didn't seem I, he all was that just, excited you know, until we talked about South Park. Yeah, so you know, but <laughs> dude, like, oh my God, I'm glad you Kenny. have a Brompton. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. He was quiet and We're, just yeah. bought it, cash or whatever. You know, cash not, yeah, not on credit. Like, yeah, yeah. He was rolling. Nice. Well, congratulations <laughs> to the guy with the Brompton. Yeah, and congratulations to being able to facilitate that because that's pretty <laughs> awesome. I don't know. Yeah. It was a surprise. We, yeah. like, he left and we had yeah. no idea what had yeah. just happened. We were like, we thought we were going to like wake up yeah. or like, uh, you know, someone was going to come in like, uh, like you've been punked. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? You've been awkwardly punked. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. But, you know, it was fine. It would have been gripping television, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, while we're on the subject of things being interesting or different in Portland, uh, just to wrap up, maybe what are some things that either of you either were surprised by or fell in love with when you moved here or hate it just or absolutely hate it 
or car, that. The cars do this really weird thing. Oh, we disagree about this. Okay, okay. Here's this <laughs> weird thing that the cars do. Like okay. you, like okay. So there's the the there's the place with the street. Lincoln. Lincoln is the name of the street, right? Okay, it's a bicycle boulevard. Yeah, and I ride. Also has traffic on it. I ride it from like 136, like 10 millionth avenue. Oh yeah, you're way out there. And like, um, yeah, 25th. Yeah, no. forever away. Um, Call back. Thanks. And there are places where, um, um, you know, like there will be an intersection like with cars, and even though the cars have the right of way, they'll just they'll just stop. Like, oh my god! It's oh. Just like, oh, there's a car coming. I'll let the car now, go. I've like, had this experience. Like, what? Yes. What do you like? I've seen cars like cars are crazy here. Like, like I saw a car yield for geese. <laughs> like this is not San Francisco. Cars are all like we are cars and we are more important than people. Like no, cars are all like except geese. Cars are all like oh, hello bicycle, hello goose. Please, I will wait for you. Like right of way means nothing like, if uh, if like, a bicycle is nearby. I have a very so conflicted relationship with that. Okay. Right. and so yeah. do you too, because Anna, you have a different. You opinion. say you disagree. Yeah, well, like it would happen in Oklahoma sometimes, especially like around the college campus in Norman, and I was it just like it never made sense to me there. Um, but sometimes I would be able to, you know, show my gratitude and like wave. But most of the time it made me a little bit angry because I think also from like the cyclist perspective, you can you can see cars behind the car that's stopping at this invisible stop sign. Like, well, now you're holding up traffic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. They're, like, are you going to be mad at me when someone rear ends yes, you? Yes, they will. Yeah. Yes, like, <laughs> see, okay. Yeah. You, you're, we're on the same mm-hmm. wavelength here. Yeah. But I don't like things that interrupt traffic flow. Um, as, because, you know, that there's a stop sign for for a reason. For a reason. For a reason. Yes, for a reason. We have laws here, folks. <laughs> yeah, and well, then the two sides to that argument are that, like, number one, the system works best when the system works, like when people follow the way it's supposed to go. Well, the system works when people work. <laughs> yes. Uh, the second uh, the second way to look at that is the idea that uh, that the system is not built with bicyclists in mind, and so maybe that's why not. people feel like they have to stop at an invisible stop uh-huh. sign that doesn't exist for a bicyclist to cross the street. Yeah. Um, and I can see both of those, so I'm I'm on the fence. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. Right. Well, yeah, I, think, yeah. I have, like I said, I have a very conflicted relationship yeah. mm-hmm. with that. Because whereas, yeah, you're pretty moderated. Like my my. Well, that's because I'm relation- moderating myself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> catch me out in traffic. my relationship. Yeah, <laughs> Shit, out there. Anyways, fuck. is Go. I'm either really pissed <laughs> off or really grateful. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. It. Yeah. I. I. It probably yeah. requires context to you know judge those drivers um, right. yes exactly uh, yeah. there are many drivers in need of judgment that's yeah sure. you know we just don't judge enough these days right <laughs> uh what uh, anything culturally not related to bikes or transportation that either surprised you or oh, or you fell in love with when you moved here were the, you the were you disappointed thing. that you didn't see fred armison everywhere oh that's the last time we've ever <laughs> talked about Fred Armisen on this show. Wait, you don't see Fred Armisen everywhere you go? That's a that's a. I hear he's out by 136th in like Lincoln. <laughs> I just a see lot. him everywhere. Oh, God. We're, let's gentrify that. Yeah, I, bacon. So I'm a, yeah. Um, bacon. Bacon. Oh. Thank you. Um, Wait, pumpkin spice bacon. Are you serious? Yeah, 
Someone invented it. Holy shit. Pumpkin okay. spice baking coffee or something? Yeah. Oh uh, my that God. sounds like too many, you know. Um, Maybe. Hipsters are destroying everything. <laughs> Maybe it's good. Um, yeah, it probably. No, it's probably great. She won great. an award. Yeah. Um, okay. It's probably great. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm surprised by the bacon thing. I expected, you know, because it's the vegan thing. Right. And then with the bacon is a little... A little confusing, I guess. It's like but. the one thing that people will forgive themselves for if they're like half-assedly vegan. I think <laughs> vegan bacon is delicious, though. I haven't had vegan bacon. I don't. So, think. I would like to try it because I'd like to know if there was a great alternative that didn't require mm-hmm. a pig to die. But my friend made me a vegan bacon cheeseburger. Okay. Uh, Wait, this is, whoa. whoa. This is, so the burger was real, but the bacon was no, not? No, it was all vegan. It was like, uh, it was like, um, I was at that point, I was like was, a, yeah. vegan bacon and a cheeseburger. Yeah, the, the patty was tempeh, the bacon uh, was um, uh, seitan, it was, oh, yeah. yeah, it was amazing. Hail seitan. <laughs> That's good stuff, yeah. man. That's I a love good it. bumper sticker. I'm probably get this at your yeah. local Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I kind of want to try that now. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Okay, um, so the bacon was surprised, just like you mean the like the the warring impulse between the bacon and the vegan. Yeah, well, bacon is just everywhere. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of it, and I just I I love Portland. I love Portland. Oh. I love all its like. Um, <laughs> All its activities, <laughs> all like people are just really into things. Like if you like, I don't know, things like are the best. collages, you can go to like the whatever collage <laughs> paper, the craft store. And there's then a it, group like, for that. See, there's a little boutique shop where you can get your fix. That's so, are you talking about scrap? Probably. It's I don't know. Awesome. Oh. It, we, I, I just know that it exists, oh, but okay. uh, yeah, yeah, but it's yes, scrap. okay. You should go. <laughs> it's a real place. <laughs> yeah, no scrap. It's like it's like used craft supplies, it, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's like the rebuilding center for crafts. It is. Yeah. It is the bike farm. We both love the bike farm. Oh Most yeah, my housemate yeah. is a volunteer there. Oh really? Who's your housemate? We'll, we'll talk about it later. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Even out. Uh, I'm not like close in but uh even in like uh the foster powell area which is where i saw you riding sort of oh yeah yeah i was actually coming from his place okay i live way out there thanks for inviting me (laughs) 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 we we didn't know each other at that point i debated it would still be weird yeah i should i should invite her wait i don't have any contact info that would be weird we're gonna get a lot just, more fun anyways to hang out when time goes along. no we'll, we'll just, no we will get less fun now it's this weird the problem. Yeah. last 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 question you're right now it's weird, now weird. Now last it's question weird. about portland uh where has the shine rubbed off since you've been here mm, voodoo donuts okay okay so i used to eat there all the time when yeah. i was brand new okay. and then like <gasps> then i realized it was just like wait they sell bacon and vegan things I got the vegan things, okay. right? Um, and then I realized... Um, I thought the duel was not would, would bacon, vegan you. things. Then I realized I live here now. <laughs> and now that I live here, I can't actually go there anymore. I have yeah. to go to Blue Star. Is it that you can get great donuts Watch out. without standing Watch in line out. for Blue two Star's hours? Blue Star's on its way. 
Oh, to being I've too. Seen, I've seen tourists there. Oh no! Yeah. Okay. We'll have to start Sorry, telling folks. people we read it in Pitchfork or something. There first. you go. <laughs> I knew about it first. Uh, okay, so Voodoo Donut, not necessarily the best place to hang out. Yeah, I'm okay. over it. All right, so let that be heard, universe people, <laughs> all you converging on Portland. Oh no! Don't tell them to. Oh no! We're not going to tell no, them where to go. No. We're now just going to say go to Blue Star. don't. I mean, don't it's, go to. No. What, what we just mentioned, but you just forgot about. Yeah. It's so. that and every other, like any brunch place with a line outside of it, it's not worth uh, it to stand okay. in line. There are other places to get food. Actually, tourists, go there. You know what? Go there. Go. That, do what that you leaves, feel. That do leaves my donut feel. shop. Everyone that leaves my donut you. shop, you know, Wait, free. what's your, vono, your, your donut shop? <laughs> I'm not going to say. <laughs> Check the back catalog of the Sprocket podcast. That's true. I've mentioned, I've mentioned her a couple yeah. times. Okay, so Anna, where is the shine worn off for you? Um, well, I I don't want to complain because oh, I love do. this place so much. Is it the I Sprocket it podcast? So Those guys are yeah, it's. Oh. I used to listen to this podcast, but then I moved to Portland. I thought it was a giant Sprocket, but it's just like <laughs> these two guys. <laughs> a little disappointing. <laughs> I thought they were both really expensive bicycles. Yeah, but no, just these guys. Uh, I'm, I am like really appalled by the fucking blinky lights. Okay, um, there's like so bright, so bright. They're just so bright. We're like, talking about bicycle lights. Like, yes, oh. the on on the on the strobe mode. Yeah. I like mm. the they look like lobster claws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, well, one of the, I don't know if this, I get, okay, I get you guys and admittedly sometimes Bike Portland, their interviews confused. Oh, that's okay. Um, but. I'd like to think we're just as popular as Bike Portland. <laughs> yeah. But we're not. <laughs> suffocating himself in his scarf. Um, the, one of the organizers of the World Naked Bike Ride, like, can't do it because she's epileptic and oh, yeah. the flashy oh, wow. lights. That was an um, interesting interview. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. Sorry. I'm trying not to bring it down. No, no. But, but that's, it's a valid concern and it's yeah. been very well covered by them. So if you're interested, check out Bike Portland podcast, uh, at bikeportland.org. Oh, that's a good plug. Thank you. That's what I do. <laughs> they also record in this space. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. They're with Which us. Which we should talk about later, by the way. Yeah. Put a pin in that. Well, spirit is why, why don't we transition to mail? Because we're getting close to the end of our time yeah. here, I think. Well, I don't want to um, cut you off, Anna. Is oh, just that, well, yes, like the, the, okay, so germ, the, this, I'm just summarizing their thing now, but I think it's worth reiterating because cyclists do it with the best of intentions to be visible but you it's hard i think for a car or maybe another bike to track like track a bike's movement, movement with the blinky it's just you know it's kind of it's harder to do that and yeah. and germany the you know we we like their bike light laws we they like their light stuff a yeah generator on every bike mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They're you all know, steady lights. That's mm-hmm. that's a long way away, but yeah, th- they have to be steady lights. We so. might get there someday. Like by law, someday. they have to be steady lights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll be done. See, we're like we're better though because we have donuts. <laughs> they we don't have, have donuts. By law, they can't donuts. have donuts. Yeah, don't by law, you know, they actually no donuts. <laughs> Wait, what um, about the Berliner? They, that yeah, I don't. Can, it's, I don't know. It's, I'm a deli donut. Donuts. Fuck yeah. I'm gonna save the motherfucking meal. Uh, so, <laughs> say that was thank, pretty badass, by the way. Thank you, Anna, for coming in. 
Really thank appreciate y'all. it. Justin, thank you for coming in. <laughs> Welcome both of you to Portland, and uh, let's do some mail. How about that? Let's do some mail. All right. We got mail. Hey, we got mail. There it is. All right. You want the first one or should I? Chris and Chico, sure. Oh, you got it. Since I just started. Chris and Chico sends us a link to a creative Latvian demonstration of how much traffic cycling can reduce. This was awesome because this was where... Sorry, I need to reread that. How much traffic cycling can reduce. Yes. Uh, These guys built big PVC frames in the shape and size of cars around themselves on bikes. That was sweet. And then rode in a big long line, taking up the entire lane. And, uh, yeah, it was amazing because, like, all these guys, it's a very visible representation of, like, hey, check out the space you're taking up. Check out the space I actually take up, except when I wear this big PVC thing. There is a poster hanging up uh, in our hallway upstairs. Uh, It's an old, old, old BTA poster. Ooh. Bicycle Transportation Alliance (laughs) here in Portland, Oregon? Correct. Great Uh, nonprofit. Yes. Uh, we're members, by the way. Yes, we you are. You get 10% off at Clever Cycles. Hey. Why did I not flash my card? <laughs> and here I've been playing, <laughs> paying full price like a sucker. <laughs> like a sucker. <laughs> anyway, um, it's it's like all of them uh, standing. Well, there's a picture of, of cars. It's possibly a bunch of them in cars. Mm-hmm. And then all of them standing in the road. Oh, yes. Uh, where the cars would be. And then... Or on their bikes, sorry, standing in the road where their cars would be. And then, you know, all of them with their bikes sort of more compact on the side of the road. And then all of them sitting in chairs in the road where, like, yeah. you know, even more compact. Like, this is how much space we take up on bikes. This is how much space we take up on buses. And, this is and how look much how much freaking we... space we take up in cars. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I like that. It's uh, and Anything that helps with that is awesome. Uh, hey, we've got uh, Chris is a new monthly donor. So thank Woo! you, Chris. And he's in Chico, which means we got to uh, – I wonder if he already knows Tammy and Logan because they spent some time down there. Well, we should get them to meet. Yeah, they're not there anymore, though. They're back oh. at the ranch, I think. Can't oh. keep tabs on those people. <laughs> where are, where are where you, Logan? Where are Tammy and Logan? <laughs> yeah. uh, and also Dan G. Uh, he's uh, he's another one of our guys that will make it onto the end awesome. of the – Yeah, Actually, I, I did not put their full names at I've the got, end of the show. I've got it's... Chris. I don't have Dan yeah. on there, though. I could look it up maybe and see what we could do at the yeah, end. Sure. Uh, so anyways, yeah, there's that. Uh, Kurt, whom Brock met in Copperfield on the Oregon-Idaho border, sends in pictures of his full suspension mountain bike. And just as an aside, um, Oregon history, kick-ass Oregon history, their latest episode was about Copperfield. Yeah, bringing you the straight shit about all the craziest things that happened, and I, I don't have their thing memorized. I, I don't. You actually have known more than I so far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, Copperfield's a great place, and I'll put a picture of that bike up because I didn't know that full suspension mountain bikes existed, no. much less in a tandem form. So, yeah. Anyways, I'll put that up. Uh, you want to read this thing from Johnny K? Uh, Johnny K is freaked out by clowns. Maybe because of Scooby Doo's ghost clown episode, and that's because we had uh, Dingo and Olive in last week. Yes, and uh, apparently they sound like clowns. So, oh, it was <laughs> well. We talked a bit about clownophobia. We did, as well. yeah, yeah. I thought he was just mostly chiming in on that, but he was a good sport about it. He was okay with clowns, and the the picture of the ghost clown from Scooby Doo, yeah, super freaky. It's what they were talking about about anonymous clowns, where like. They like, you know, they they because you don't see a face behind the makeup, and right, it's like a, it's it's like a, not a human shaped face, and it's got a weird clown nose and right. clowns. They're the worst, except for Dingo and Olive. They're the best. They're the best. Yeah, 
Um, Put a clown on a bike. Yeah. Total 180. Exactly. Ethan G. asks us how to best tell meddling uninvited invited. Let me try and read this again. Ethan, he's one of our donors, asks how to best tell meddling uninvited advisors to your bicycling style to, quote, piss off. Uh, Oh, yeah. He wrote in about, like... Who are these people that, that I was rag on your equipment and trying to figure this out? Gear? Yeah, I, I wonder if he's talking about like roadie types who just want to come up and talk about the kind of parts you have on your bike, or if it's people who are like, you know, well, you, you could really do it better with something like this. And yeah, I'm I'm thinking that they fit in two categories. There's the people who really believe that they're doing you a favor. They think they're actually being helpful. Yeah, and there's the people who are just a holes. Okay, like that. Yeah, that are just kind of like, oh, you got that crank. <laughs> So you have Which to. You can be that dude, right? <laughs> what do you mean you don't have that three hundred dollar crank? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On your four hundred dollar bike, someone right. didn't fuck you over. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to you have to be able to maybe do some discerning of like, does this person seem genuine or are they just being a dick? Because yeah. uh, if they are, then you can totally tell them to piss off. I suppose, unless he doesn't want to do that. Maybe that's a question. Maybe is there a more polite way to say just leave me alone? Which I think it's just leave me alone. I, I think. Yeah. yeah, just just leave me alone, please. Yeah, uh, it's that Dan Burns song that I like. Uh, the the uh, I'm the uh, Messiah. The other one. Uh, it's the like what? Some girls don't look at you, and that's because uh, uh, Tiger they're Woods. ignoring you. Some girls they don't look at you. That's because they like you a lot. How do you know? You could ask them. You have to. Do ask you like them. me, or are you ignoring me? And all that takes is one good pair of big balls. Yes. So, yeah, uh, Dan Byrne. Check him out if you haven't heard him. He's a great He's, musician. Yes. So, anyways, uh, that's what we've got for this week. Um, do you guys have any ideas on, like, what would you say to someone who is critiquing your stuff? So, you know, I think that it kind of depends. Like, a lot of people, um, I know lots of people who feel intimidated about going into bike shops because they think, you know, the mechanics are going to judge my stuff. Yeah. And... You know, I think that if someone has a bike that they bought at Walmart, they probably bought their bike, you know, their really, you know, not that great bike at Walmart because that's what they could afford and that's what they're able to ride. And there Or that's n- where they saw bikes before. That's n- There's no <laughs> yeah. way I'm going to judge that bike. Yeah. But then there are the people who, um, you know, are, you know, doing like a, a week-long um, week riding event, a uh, bike tour. Uh, and they're doing it on a uh, carbon fiber like time trial bike, you know, that has no business being on a week long ride. Where they saw this is the coolest bike, and it's ten thousand dollars. And some the salesperson is, maybe have sold it on, but to them, or that bike has no business being on a week long ride. But it's got the aero profiling, and you know what? I'm kind of going to judge that person for be, for having more money than they have sense. Mm. Uh, I met a guy like that on one of our bike camping trips recently, and I was trying to figure out. I decided not to say anything because I was like, I could go into my whole philosophical thing about like, this is why I have a steel frame bike mm-hmm. and why yeah. I carry all my shit with me. Um, but he was so excited about this ride he wanted to do to Prineville that I hope I hope he does it well. There you go. Hope he yeah. likes his bike. Positive vibes. I, yeah. yeah. It. There's. And if you're not positive, piss off. Then <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> and get rid of this stupid blinky lights. Yeah. Sorry. That's a good way to close the show. All right, we ready for this? Uh, I it, added that uh, last guy to the thing too. Uh, you did? Cause, I did. Oh, I have to reload it then. Oh, okay, Google Drive and things. Yeah, yeah. Google Drive and such. Oh. 
So this Close. is the stuff that That's the might... only kind of driving I approve of. That's right. <laughs> Google driving. The only kind of driving you can do without a license. <laughs> that was but stupid. Um, um. That was super stupid. I'm sorry. That's the kind of stuff we edit out. Oh. All right, you loading, ready? Loading, loading, oh, okay. loading. There we go. No, it didn't show him. Oh, okay. It's Dan Gebhardt. Oh, Dan Gebhardt. I know yeah. him. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, that nice. guy. That oh, guy. thanks, Dan. Oh, I've tried to picture thanks, him. Thanks, Dan. Okay. He oh, follows dude, He follows guy. my bike on Twitter. Oh, nice. Lots of people follow your bike on Twitter. Surprisingly. <laughs> I'm a little surprised, honestly. <laughs> That's because they can't find you. Because I'm not there. Yeah. It's the uh, close, closest thing to Aaron on Twitter. Are right, you ready for this? Let's do this. All right. Find us on the internet at thesprocketpodcast.com. Send feedback about the program via email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com or call and text to 503-847-9774. You can find us on Twitter at Sprocket Podcast. Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. Thanks to Herbert for our headline sounder, which we still haven't used um, or haven't used again. Uh, and thanks to sustaining donors Logan Smith, Shadowfoot, Katharina Mellengard, Wayne Norman, Doug Robertson, Ethan Georgie, Justin Martin, Eric Iverson, Cameron Lean, Richard Winzinski, Tim Mooney, Orange and Purple, Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, Jim Gooden, Eric Wise, Doug Cohen Miller, Todd Parker, Scott McAllister Miller, Chris Gonzalez, Dan Gebhardt. I was so damn close. Yeah, and maybe I should mention Marcus Norman for our logo. Oh, yeah, thanks, yeah. Marcus. Seriously. Yeah. All right, brush your teeth, go to bed. Go to bed. Channel one, hit me. Uh, are we ready for mail? We are now ready for mail. All right, mail. turn me up a little bit for this I mail. I just did. Turn me up some more. No, okay. I'm just kidding. Channel two, hit me. Should we pass out beers at this point? We also we have. We should definitely pass kombucha, out and maybe beers. If you, if you do not want uh, alcohol. Channel three, hit me. Oh, wait, oh wh- which one is it's that? It's Imperial super, Stout. Yeah, oh my Wrecking God. Ball. It's super alien. That is from Spokane. Is that how you pronounce it? No, it's not. No, okay. No, but that's how uh, Jeff Everett was saying. That's how people in Missouri pronounce Spokane. Uh, yeah, uh, we say Spokane. Do you? Yeah. Oh, right, because you're not the, from... In the middle. Yeah. You're an Oki. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. That, is that what are we allowed to say that? Or yeah, is that like, yeah. Okay. As long as you don't intend it as a derogatory term. I guess you never... Shut up, Oki. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If we yeah. said that, that would be wrong, right? So we be... won't do that. Yeah. A Sprocket Studios production.